Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Immortals Inc. Podcast. I'm Carlos Robles. I have with me, as always, Nate Elwood. Hello. Well, not always, but most mm-hmm. of the time. But uh, today we're going to do a review on Mothership, the RPG. Yes. Which is supposed to be pretty exciting. It is. It is. Uh, we are broadcasting here from Immortals Inc. Yes, we are open. It is part of the COVID rules. So Nate will be wearing a mask because he feels comfortable. We're all distant six feet. You can't see it, but that's why I'm sitting in the corner. If the green screen wasn't up, I'm in the corner because I'm the baby and they put me in the corner because I don't know how to act right. And uh, but just so you know, we have it. Uh, the store itself is following all the COVID rules. But wear a mask if you come in. If you don't, I can take it to your house. I can ship it to you or you can just wait till we're done. I mean, everybody has their opinion, but mm-hmm. law is law. But you're still open for businesses. Oh, yeah. yeah we're yes. still open, open for, business. for business. Come on in. Get your cards, whatever. No biggie. We got hand sanitizer. It smells like liquor. I think it might be liquor. <laughs> I think Josh is just getting drunk all day. <laughs> and uh, I just want to say thanks to everybody and our co-producers. I'm going to be uh, reading them off as best as I can. These are also our Patreon uh, supporters. So we have Elion. We have my favorite, Thomas Forms. We have Elaine DeLong. He plays with uh, you play with him forty k, don't you? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Playing along, A E Genozzi, uh, Meliorvia, Via, which I think is well, it's not. I think I know it's uh, John Dunn's uh, company. Mm-hmm. It's a role playing games and stuff. Roger Cherney and uh, Rusty Lytell, also known <laughs> as the uh, proprietor of the Red Dragon Inn, which is still available for rent, by the way. Private gaming room. So With a very cool table. With a very cool table. Yeah. I just got some more posters for it. Uh, Josh was just ragging on me for my Lord of the Rings miniature poster, and I don't know why, because Games Workshop is supporting that. <laughs> and uh, we got that, and uh, we got some new stuff. Yes. Let me go to the new stuff, and then we'll get right into the meat of Mothership. Uh, today, uh, we got in, can you hold that up for me, Nate? Yes, I can. Since I don't want to touch it. <laughs> no. The Lost City. This is a redo, reboot, uh, fifth edition reboot of the B4. That's This is my favorite module. This is the first module I ran you guys through, Josh. And every time I run a new game, I love this module. It's so simple. It's basic. That's where Zargon comes from. <laughs> And uh, it is a really good, simple start adventure. And I used to, it was first edition. I used it for everything through all the editions. And they rebooted this in the fifth edition. And this is like their fourth book. They've done it like that. They've done uh, uh, Return to Keep on the Borderlands. They've done, yeah. uh, what's the second one? The blue cover. Come on, mate. Um, You're on an It's island. on the tip of my tongue. Dude. Isle of Dread. The Isle of Dread, Good. yeah, uh, and, uh, Expedition of the Barbarian Peaks or the Barrier Peaks, and then now they did the Lost City. And I, I see them continuing to do this. To be honest, though, I, I don't. I shouldn't <laughs> say that. No, that anybody who's played D anD D, I think, has gone through this. I'm pretty sure that anybody, yeah, who's that's ever played like D&D a has classic. That was like this, one of the first. I want to say it came out in like 1980. The, I'm not positive about that, but I mean it. It was definitely one of, and it, because it was a, it was like a, if I can remember, it's been a while, but it's like a sandbox type of. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's adventure. a, yeah, it's a, you start out and it's, yeah, you basically, it's a dungeon where you crawl through it, but it's, it's got a whole backstory and a whole civilization. Then you get down to the bottom and there's a whole city and yeah, sandbox type adventure. Yeah. In fact, yeah, the artist on the cover, I can't think of his name. I think, I think he just passed away to be honest. Like Original writer, cover design Lester B. Portley, cover art Jim Halloway. Yeah, I think Jim Halloway just passed away because I'm part of like a Halloway fan page, and I'm I just trying to buy some of his original stuff. 
<laughs> which is not cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he just passed away, unfortunately. I think he had some medical issues. Yeah. But, uh, well, he's older too. But uh, yeah, so that's out. We have copies of that. Uh, also, I don't know if you guys know, but, uh, well, the new Indominus box set from... 40k is coming yes. out it's the ninth edition is basically there well it's the new edition they're it's not new, saying it's ninth I, yeah i think some press release they did oh they it's, did they uh, said, every, they everything i've nice. seen about it they're just they just call edition but. no they, they had a press release came out i, I think <laughs> but I, i've been reading a lot and seeing a lot and they're really the box is worth the money yes it's i mean it's a launch box it's not a starter kit yeah you get the necrons you get the new primary space marines there's bikes in there oh my god did did you see the buggy? Yes. The buggy? I'm, the, I'm, I'm a little jealous. I'm a little, I'm a guard player. So it's the buggy. I'm, I'm is, a little jealous I'm like, of the cool stuff. That it's not in a box, but they're coming out yes. with the buggy, but the bikes are all Primaris size. The captain's looking at just beautiful miniatures. Um, I'm going to have, uh, it's going to release, you can pre-order at the 11th. It's going to release on the 25th. I'm going to have a demo copy here early so you can see some of it. I'm going to have you review the, you're going to review it for us, the, yeah, the rules. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to have James Brundage. He's going to be painting up the two commanders. He's going to do a stream of it. We'll put it on our site and everything. And you can see what they are. And like uh, another big part of the box is you're getting a, a hardbound rule book. An alternate inside. cover. Yes. An alternative cover. Of a hardbound, hardbound rule book. Rule book. Yeah. So. Which will, but also I'll have the rule, the hardbound rule books and okay. I'll have the, what did they call them before? The ones where they update the armies, the, the, the um, chapter approved. Chap, no, yeah, chapter approved stuff. And but the it's indexes, a, and yeah, I don't know what the they're index, call that's them. what yeah. it's called. But it's a two volume set, so right. you can get it. It's like 40 bucks, I think. But I'll have those also. And, um, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. Everybody's pretty excited about it. I haven't seen anything bad about it. Like, just the usual griping, like, oh, they came out with another edition. But it's been yeah. three years, and it's always good to update. Yes. And But my thing is, I just started reading White Dwarf again. Because yeah. before, I would just sell it. But honestly, it's a good magazine. It is. It, it is, is a good magazine. You have your fiction. You have They break it down to each single... Every game is in there. Uh, they give a background of how they come up with the rules. They give a, uh, uh, a little bit of everything for everybody. And of course, you know, the painting tips are always good. And um, it's just an interesting read. And if for nine bucks, you can see what's going on for the month. Yes. And um, for the two months, I think it comes out of... No, nah, it's like months. months. Is it every month? It's like goofy. They're like... About monthly, because okay. <laughs> there might be a few <laughs> days here and there. And I think at the end of the year, I'm not sure. But yeah, and the artwork is always good. And I just didn't even think about, like, there's an article in there today where the guy talks about how the rules came up and he goes, is it something as simple as seeing something somebody sculpted on a miniature? And then all of a sudden, bam, you got a whole rule system and, a, mm -hmm. a, you know, they, they, they feed off each. It's very interesting. But having said that, Dominus, get your orders in, because I'm really limited on the ones I could get. And uh, so once we're out, we're out. Yeah. And I, and it's for, it's 199 retail, but I know there's way over that in the miniatures alone. In, in the and miniature, well, the book itself is probably, if it holds true to most GW law rule books, it's probably going to be 80 bucks when it comes out. So not I only you see that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so see. not only are you going to get a nice hard bond, it's not the little pamphlet of like, these are just the starter rules, like, or the, I mean, right now you could go online and get the basic rules for free. Yeah. But that's you don't have thing. any of the, you know, the stuff that goes along with they, it. They've also released the basic rules. Yeah. So. All right. So let's get a move on, but that's going to be probably our next thing. Hopefully yes. I can get that done and yeah. we'll do that. And then it'll be exciting and fun and blah, blah, blah. Well, what I'm looking forward to is it's a link it back to the RPG part of it. They are coming out with new rules that they call their crusade rules, where it's going to be for the people who really like Guys like me who like more story than just 
you know. I think they're moving over towards that away from not even. No, they'll, they'll still have competitive. Yeah, competitive is too, I'm too big for yeah, that. that was but, a bad but they're going to have some really good rules to to have a way to upgrade your units as you play along in a crusade or whatever. So I, yeah, it looks. I saw cool. somebody who said they said they even have it where they don't care about the points or nothing. You just play. Yeah. So anyway, let yes. me get moving on here. But yeah, that'll be next next one, hopefully, and in between. Yeah. So sometime. <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, sometime soon. All right. Anyway, Nate, we're gonna go to Mothership. Mothership uh, by Tuesday Night Games. Night as in uh, a Crusader night. Yeah, JHD. Yes. So Mothership, the sci-fi horror RPG. All right. Uh, it's kind of a it's it's a throwback for me because it, it feels like a like an old like punk zine you know like it's, a it's pan- yeah it's like a, <laughs> you know like it, print this in your basement yeah <laughs> you know um, but that doesn't mean just because it's you know this this small booklet it is jam packed with with all the pertinent information needed for the game and it's laid out in a in a pretty good way but uh, it's it's like a novel sized book it's it's only thirty eight pages long. The artwork in it is uh, to say it's simple would be doing it a disservice. I mean, I just it's it's not the uh, I like to say it's not high dollar, but it's by somebody who cares. Yes. And it actually adds to the theme of the book. And it I think the the I guess the crudeness. I don't know if that's the right word either, but the simplicity of them. It's a good word. It is is what makes it really kind of fit really, really well. Um, and I guess the, the author was the, also the artist and, and oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, so anyway, this, like I said, this book is jam packed. Every single page has a lot of information on it because having only 36 pages, you need to fit as much as you can. That's it. It's like a fanzine. It's almost like a, little, it's almost like a fanzine. Yeah. Let's um, roll back. So, uh, this game basically focuses on the horror and uh, stress of being a very small, uh, kind of inconsequential individual, uh, dealing with the things and beings much bigger, dangerous, and mind-bendingly alien than yourself in the vast void of space. So it's it's basically a sci-fi horror game that like they put right on the cover. Mm-hmm. Um, the system itself. Uh, I mean, it falls into the, uh, it's basically a class-based system with D10 as your die for the mechanics. Um, it's mostly a percentile role in which you're trying to get lower than a percentile that uh, is represented on your character sheet. So you only need a D10 to play the game? Oh, you need multiple D10s. I mean, um, I mean just mean, that's the only but, die. Yeah, that's the only yeah. die you use. The you don't, D10 you don't need anything other than D10s. Um, but there is some, uh, a few mechanics where... You have to pay attention to the way that they put it. So, like, let's say they they'll put like for a percentile die roll, they'll put D percent. But everybody who's role player knows that means a percentile die roll. Yep. So you have a tens and a ones die. Then they have uh like X D ten. So that X could be any number. Let's say three D ten, two D ten, and if it's just like that, if it just says two D ten, that means you roll two. Two ten-sided dice and add them together, so you get from you know two to twenty. Mm-hmm. Now, if it says two d ten, but it's underlined, you then roll two d ten, add them together, and times that result by ten, so you can get between twenty and two hundred. So, going through the rules, you just have to bear in mind what rolls do what, and they're clearly denoted in here. That's not an issue. It's not like oh, I don't, you know, you're not. Grounding around for the book to see, you know, which roles apply to what. But okay. it is important to know that there are very clear 
It's, it's not just one set of dye. It's one dye, one but kind just of used dye, in different ways. But just yeah. used different ways. Okay. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. Uh, also, um, it it uses kind of like the D and D advantage and disadvantage, where uh, depending on the situation or whatever, you could have an advantage, which means you roll your dice mostly, like I said, percentile. You roll it twice and take the better of the two options. Okay. And if you have disadvantage, you roll it twice and take the worst possible option out of those two rolls. Hmm. Um, but that's basically the system. I mean, without getting Based too much everything. into the nuts and bolts of it, that that's basically the system. You that's you you enough. roll percentile dice. And you'll you'll the GM will tell you exactly what you're rolling against. And uh, it's basically you have a stat and um, you have skills that can help that stat out. And you're trying to roll under it. So say I was trying to lift a heavy object. You have a strength. So you're trying to let's say if that that object isn't something that's outright. Say, I don't know, like Josh, (laughs) something. All right. So you have something that you normally. It would be pretty encumbrance and hard to pick up. But let's say you're in zero G. Like well, Josh. I now give you, <laughs> but you're in zero G. So yeah. now, okay, well, it's not as hard to lift it. So I'll give you advantage on that. So, I mean, it's, it's, you basically roll the, your personal dice and try to get underneath your strength. Plus, if you have any skills that would apply to it, okay, then, then so that your strength would, would go, say your strength is from one to a hundred. No, your strength is going to be. Well, I guess in the broad sense, it could be from one to a hundred, but okay. basically you, uh, I want to make sure I get this right. You roll, I think it's six D 10 for each ability, add that all together. And that's what you're going to uh, have. It's up to 60 then. And that's going to be your, your okay. Uh, but okay. you can advance yeah. as you go along. I get it. I get with it. experience. So technically you could. So the strongest, there. the strongest you could be, I'm just throwing this Off out the beginning, there. 60. 60. Right. So then that means there's still 40 of things that are terrifying out there that might be better than, stronger than you, you know, like, yes. a, like yes. a rhino might be an 80 or something like yes. that. Okay. Yes. So, uh, I don't know why I pick rhino. Yeah, that was a very interesting choice. <laughs> Let's say you wanted to you pick, never know. Maybe there's space rhinos. You wanted out there. to pick Josh up and you say, okay, you need to, your strength and you're in, in zero G. So you get advantage. So you would roll two sets of percentage. And as long as it's under the 60, you're good. Yes. Okay. Yes. Very basic system. Yes. Got it. Not, not hard to pick up at all. In fact, all of the more complicated aspects of this game, and this is, I think, where the, the author did a great job, was that it's, it's done in a flow chart. Character creation is done as a flow chart. And it's very easy to just go through that flow chart and make your character quickly. And it's robust enough that you can give them... Even though there's only uh, four classes, you know, you have a teamster, which is basically the crew of a ship. <laughs> that's, you know, okay. that's it, a good it, word. It's a good word for it. I, I, think, I, I, I just think, think of some union guy. Yeah. I'm not doing it. <laughs> uh, and then there's uh, scientists again. Uh, telling yeah. everybody what to do. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Androids, you know, the robots doing everything. And uh, and then the Marines, which are soldiers or, or hired guns. Sleeping and killing. That's right. it. I All mean, right. and so each, even though those four things do fall into like a, you know, a trope, you can make your character pretty unique based off of not only the skill sets that you have or how you spend your points in the beginning too. Especially since you're on a ship, right? Right. Like a starship. The, the, so. the whole premise is that you are part of a crew on a ship and then you have, for whatever reasons, you're, you're, you're making your life. So then your, you're limited almost like, it's almost like, all right, this is a ship. This is who would be there. And this is your limited. Yes. Category, which makes it simpler. Right. You know, especially this is a, uh, okay, go ahead. I, I, I get it. Um, like I said, the whole process is done on a flowchart, and it's very easy to follow. I was able to make a character in 25 minutes. 
25 minutes of me just going through the flow chart. And then I'm like, I'm going to make a character, but I want to add a bunch. Like I, I did two ways. One, I'm just going to make a character according to the rules. Don't put anything into it. Two, I'm going to make one with backstory and, you know, figure stuff out. That one took me about 40 minutes to do, but that was just because I was uh, really throwing some quirks and stuff into it. But I'm saying Being it's extra. very easy to make a character in this game. Very easy. So under an hour. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, even with the, even even with newbies, you would be very quick to pick it up. Like See, I said, that are, that are, photocopy the flow chart and it, I mean, it tells you what to do as you go along. See, that always sounds appealing, like for a one night deal, like yes. one shot, you know, like, all right, yeah, let's make characters let's play a game. And go ahead. But anyway, go ahead. Carry on. Um <laughs> Let's see. Oh, and the uh, the skills that you get, uh, they like I said before, they add to your roles. So you have, uh, here, actually, pick it up. You have a, a chart of skills, and each side of it starts to unlock the higher levels of those skills. And you basically, if you come across a situation where you think one of your skills would apply to what you're trying to do, mm -hmm. then you say, hey, I have this skill. All right, let's say I'm trained in zero G. All right, and you have to do something, whatever it may be, whatever... Uh, stat lift Josh and zero right. G have advantage, even but having then I combat, zero yeah. you know, and zero, zero G. Well, I have zero G. Okay, so I could get to add 10% to my let's say my combat was 38, mm -hmm. so now it's 48, Eight. significantly like better yeah. for you to get underneath that. So it's almost a 50 50. So yeah, it's it's the rules are simple in that regard, and they're with any percent old game. I love personal games just because it's you don't have to dick around with all this complicated mathematics. I mean, you you could get into it where it comes into what's an advantage, what's a disadvantage and situational stuff. But really, it just comes down to here's the roll, pass or fail. You know, okay. now, if you roll double zeros, because um, you do have critical fails and critical successes. So if you if you roll a ninety nine, it's critical fail. If you roll double zeros, it's critical success. So. Oh, they go and that zero. that's situationally a, zero, a, a zero, yeah. right right anyway so you have the game get your character made simple then it comes to ship creation now this is to be honest if there's a clunky part of this game the ship creation is the part of it um <laughs> it i go ahead it, i because, would imagine it would be it, it i mean there like is a there is a, a flow chart on how to make your ship and it's kind of a collaborative thing really it's kind of cool that you can do that in there well and it's and it's in, in the yeah, excuse me i can't even talk to it it's an essential part of the game because your ship and in my opinion i don't know if this is just the opinion of Nate, but in my opinion your ship is kind of like the neutral or or the 11th you <laughs> know the uh 12th man on the field type of thing where it the stats that you have for your ship mm-hmm come into play when your ship is well it's like a boat it's like a boat right. it's like a steed it's like anything that carries you around right safely you need it to you know but what i like about it is they give detailed ways of how to build your ship they give examples of how to build a ship um what you need absolutely bare minimum you need to even have a ship how much it will cost because that's another unique part of this uh it's a collaborative effort, like I said, and just like anything in real life, most of the time that ship's not really going to be yours. You're you're going to be making installment payments on it. Mm -hmm. Somebody owns that ship, and you're just you're you just got it's a loan a to get it. It's a loan, right? So you have to you know keep the repo crews away by giving portions of your profits to up. And it's not just paying the loan. I mean, you have repairs, fuel, O2, all that stuff. It's almost like a um 
a maintenance type of yes. Which, and you can make that as complicated or as easy as you want. It see, doesn't. Me, me personally, I would probably make that part simple. Right. I could see where some guys would love to, to make that as part of I mean, a resource management. Right. You can just say it's going to be ten percent of whatever you get. You yeah. Can, you you know, can be that I, simple, or, me, or whatever like, arbitrary number you want to throw out. Or you can make it like, oh man, you guys don't have you know you have enough to pay off the ship this month, but man, you really don't have a whole lot of fuel. So now your your options are limited. Know, what are you going to do? There's your adventure. You right. Know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so got to get some get gas money. It, it's uh. The ship creation part, like I said, I read through it. It took me about about two times to read, really read through the whole ship creation part. And then I'm like, it started to really click with me. I'm like, so how okay. Many, how many pages is it? Can't be oh, it's there. it's not many. It's not many. Uh, you know, I'll count it out. I think it's only, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven pages. Yeah. So, nothing, so it's, yeah. it's not like... You know, I'm reading a novel or something. Yeah, it's but, not like, yeah. but it does take a few times. So somebody should, you know, obviously with any RPG, you should read through the rules first. If you're definitely if you're planning on running it. Yeah. But even if you're even just planning on playing, it would help that you know you have that one person that kind of knows what's going on. But like I said, the ship creation, I'm, I, I'm painting it off to be clunkier than it than it truly is. You read through it a few times, you'll get it. Somebody, you'll might, be able to make yeah. a unique ship for yourself. And they, I mean, I know it's, some- it's novel enough that they have like uh, a ship page where you actually sketch out the decks of the ship and stuff i mean it's yeah. it's cool it's stuff that you i could like. really get into you know yes it throws me back to like uh traveler who was yes do, do ship building that was always a either you loved it or you hated it yeah. I, i'm not a i'm not a numbers well, guy you kind of add these pods to the ship that that gives it the hull rating and all this. But basically all that stuff translates into statistics for the ship. And those statistics are used for the sticky situations that the yeah. ship gets oh, into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And speaking of sticky situations, we get to what everybody talks about in RPGs, combat. Uh-huh. So combat is deadly. And I mean, it is very I've noticed that deadly. I've noticed that <laughs> a lot of these smaller games lately, not yeah. smaller, but newer, and they're just yeah. quick combat. Oh, it is deadly. It's quick and it's deadly. It, it is very deadly. I mean, it should be avoided unless you have like no other choice. And in which case, figure out a different option. Because it, I mean, it, once the, lead or lasers or whatever it just starts to fly bodies will drop i mean it is it is a brutal brutal combat system which i think fits in really really well with the whole idea of a horror rpg um you should avoid physical conflict at all times well i mean you know getting into a bar fight's one thing um but uh you know, going up against some advanced technology yeah. that, you know, murder bots or something. I mean, <laughs> it, it's uh, it's definitely a very, it's a simple, again, another, it's right on the back here, a very easy flow chart of how combat operates. I mean, it's simple. There's there's not a whole lot of steps to it. That's it tells you it right exactly there. the actions that you can take, how to, how to resolve it all. It's... This little it, cheat sheet on the back. Boom. Is it based on hit points or something like that? Or Yeah, you have... Um, I'm imagining it's low. There, it's called health, but I mean, it's basically hit points. But but it's not that it's low. It's just that the weapons do a ton of damage. I mean, <laughs> just, just like a real bullet. I mean, I they imagine. you know, there's a reason why weapons are designed to kill things. That's what they do. So... <laughs> But yes, it's a very deadly, deadly combat. Um, and I like that. I actually really like that. I think it fits with the idea of, you know, horror and everything. Because to be honest, it, it's more horrifying when you know that your character is is a, you know, when you, a flesh puppet, yeah, basically. You, you know, like you, you, you're not indestructible. You're not this, you're not Conan taking on 15. Yeah, you know, that's what I'm saying. When you're not the guy running through, because I can see where it becomes... 
<sighs> that's what makes go to horror is the fact that you might not make it. Yes. And it's highly unlikely you will or yes. anything more dangerous. Like, I, you know, danger equals excitement yes. to me, you yeah. know? So it's like, it's, it's this much fun if it's this dangerous, you know? Right. If there's consequences yes. to being dumb for one. <laughs> what can and, I, you know? and to be honest, I, I would think that most of the time you just want to run away. That's a very it's a, viable it's a, option. It's a, it's a completely good tactic. It's a it's a great tactic. I but Josh and I were talking about that last time. Maybe we should just step back. <laughs> Maybe it's a good time to walk away for a moment. Um, what is the? Uh, but well, aside from the deadly combat part of it, and this is what also this is kind of like what I really really like about this game too is uh, it has a sanity system now. I've always loved sanity systems. Yeah. Call of Cthulhu. I've I tr- I've tried to put like Warhammer Fantasy role play and all that. I've always loved the sanity systems. Um, this one does, I think, a really good job in making sanity work well. Um, basically, you have uh, uh, stressors like combat or yep. or getting hurt or your ship having troubles while you're in you know the void of space. I mean, all that stuff adds to your stress. And as your stress goes up, you could panic. And when you panic bad, bad things start to happen. And it's not like, you know, like in Call of Cthulhu, you start growing tentacles or what have Mm -hmm. you. It's panicky stuff. So when that time where you need a calm, collective, cool mind, it's not there. And the chances of you then dying because you're not calm, collective and cool, go wait, just like in kind of real life, you know, you, you do something stupid and how do they, how do they do that? So basically, uh, every time you have a stressor, your, your stress level starts to, starts to go up. And when you get to a certain point, you have to roll for panic there's things that will just trigger panic instantly too. Like, uh, um, like if you're a Marine and you're around other Marines and some, one of the Marines that you're around starts to panic, you could panic because that's your squad Uh, mate, you know, that will break down. Or if you're around a scientist who comes across something really alien and wigs out, you wig out because here's the guy (laughs) who's supposed to know about it is wigging out. So, I mean, the way that they set it up, it's not too complicated. It really isn't. There's ways to get rid of stress too. You know, like, just like in real life, you, you you get laid or or have a drink or or do something relaxing, whatever it may be. Takes um, away a little bit right, of a, a little bit of that courage. stress. But once yeah. you start, once that panic will happen on certain things, no matter what. But your stress level is what, like, if you're totally fine and then you see something really yeah. messed up, you have to make a panic roll. But your stress level is so low that it's not adversely affecting that panic roll. But as your stress goes up, it is going to adversely what affect the panic What happens when your panic. stress goes up? What, uh, this... you, you could just, it's much easier to start panicking. When you panic, I mean, how does it affect the roll? Like if you're panicked in a combat, what is the... Oh, yeah. well, if you if you go panic, hey, let me get to the, to the page. Like if you start to panic, there's certain effects that happen. Like it affects your dice rolls and stuff like that. Um, well, you could just, you know, fall into a catatonic state and suck your thumb. Oh, you know, that's the, where it the, becomes you know, uh, role-playing deals? Yeah. Um, like but I, there are, there are like, where is it? Where is panic? There it is, stress. Uh, yeah, so, so when, you, that wasn't that when you have like fun? a panic <laughs> effect, uh, it ranges from uh, laser focus where you get advantages on rolls because you're kind of like in the zone all of a yeah, sudden, kind of like vision. an adrenaline rush. Yeah, tunnel vision. And that's a good thing, uh, but, you know, that's if you roll a two to a three, up to a 30-plus where you have a heart attack and you die instantly. Okay, that that explains it. Got yes. it. Sorry, right, that's pretty spef- specific. <laughs> yes, so I, and there's a lot in between there. <laughs> no, I like that. That's, but that's it, it's, And it goes back deadly. Yes. Deadly. Right. Okay. It's a very deadly game. Yeah. Now, 
this book and the system itself. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Allergies. This book and the system itself. I look at it as like the frame to a hot rod. Mm-hmm. It's got everything. It's got the motor mounts you need. It's got all the, you know, all everything is specced out the way you want it because you can make this. It's loose enough. The rules are loose enough that you can apply it to whatever uh, ideas that you have. But it's just that this is just a chassis. It's just a, the frame and the and the lines and the, all that stuff. It doesn't have the body to it yet. And that's where you fill it in with your ideas. It doesn't give a whole lot like on the setting wise mm-hmm. of the world. You just kind of assume <clears throat> it's our universe. It's, you know, obviously in the future sometime because we have faster than like travel and stuff. But or, or you get like when I was looking at it, I was kind of just drawing in my mind like aliens or, yeah, or it seems event be, horizon or stuff like that. Yeah, OK, yeah, event, that's what. Yeah. Those aliens, event horizon. Right. Uh, you can still on serenity or whatever. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You, you can definitely get that vibe from it but there isn't an actual like this is the universe right now this is this is this, this real is that. core basic right this is just these are the rules um however there are a couple of adventures which you actually have out yeah we have all, by the way we have all this in stock and right. these the prices on these are what are they 15 bucks i think uh, they're 15 bucks I, a piece this one is i don't think it's i know they're 15 a piece yeah. or or downloading them i think they're like nine bucks or something like that yeah something like um, that Better to buy them here, though. This one right here. <laughs> hey, always support your local gaming store, guys. Always. Uh, this one right here actually won uh, a bunch of awards. Uh, Dead Planet here. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was 2018 Eni Awards and stuff like that. Just, uh, I haven't read it myself. However, I did read uh, about it, basically. And mm-hmm. I'll probably be picking up tonight, to be honest. But All right. <laughs> uh from what everybody was saying, not only is it just a good adventure, like as far as the actual plot and everything, it helps with the setting ideas a whole lot. Like it, this will give you the flavor of what Mothership is about. Like if you didn't come up with it on your own, this right here really helps flesh it out. And again, with this one, people are saying this is this is wonderful as well. The, uh, the pound, pound of flesh. flesh. So it's already being supported for mm. for an indie game. That's got, awesome. They have another thing coming up, but I think it's like a, uh, um, it's on their website. I believe it's a it's a support. They're donating something to, you know, the charities or something like that. And uh, but it's another one coming out. And I think they're working on something else, too. So, but yeah, there's they're support. Whoever wrote it. And saying, what I like is the title, like the mothership. The Mothership Sci-Fi Horror, just the title alone on that one sets the tone. That's what I like. It's already, it's, this is a tone. You can think of something deep and, 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 you know, this is all you have. And then even the titles of like Dead Planet, that's very basic, but the pound of flesh just makes you think, well, all right, what's, what's going on? Because the first time I heard about this game, they were demoed in over there and I just was sitting in my office working on something. You know, games, boring game store stuff. <laughs> and one of them, one of the characters screamed out or something. I can't remember the exact quote. It was like, hey, listen, we can't just stand here eating each other. We need to get out of here. <laughs> like they were trapped <laughs> on a ship. And I'm like, what game are they playing? And then this was the game. So, you know, <laughs> the first thing to it, you know, like you're having a cannibalism problem. That's probably a oh, pretty a sci-fi game. game. Yeah. yeah. Horror sci-fi game. So, yeah. But I've never, I haven't heard anything bad about it. I think it's up and coming and I like to always yeah. support like new stuff. And like you said, if the artist did the art, the writer did the artist. The writer the, did the artist. artwork. Yes. <laughs> that means that's what I meant by like not professional, but he cared. So that shows that. Sean McCoy. Yeah. So that's, that's a very good, uh, 
you know, he, he cares about his product. And, and I, I, to be honest, like is it well written, it is. And okay. I mean, there's not a whole lot of flavor to it. It's really, I mean, you only have 36 pages. You can't yeah, fit, yeah, 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 yeah. you can't fit the the fluff in, but it's, it's the book is laid out. Like I said, in a, in a logical way from character creation all the way mm-hmm. through, you know, making your ship and, and how the game, the rules go, uh, how the rules play out and how to make roles and stuff like that. And, and then for the uh, game master, how, you know, stress works, how panic works, how hiring mercenaries and stuff to be on the ship are. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it gives a really, like I said, it's, this is the chassis of the game. You, it, it's really meant for you to fill in the rest to make it how you want it to do. What? I like it. I really like it. Like reading through this, I'm like, it's, it's, I, it's very campy to me. That's what it feels like. It feels like a very campy <laughs> sci-fi horror game that you could really have a lot of fun with. Yeah, that's because it's not pigeonholing you into one specific thing. You could make this however you wish. It has rules for how to advance your characters and stuff like that. To be honest, I see this more, and this is just my opinion, but I see it more of a game of you play this for maybe a week or something and everybody dies or a ship explodes or, or you you like, find like, some yep. abysmal horror or whatever it may be. Once, once a month to give together. With yeah, people. you know, just just a Nothing. fun game that's easy to pick up, easy to learn. I it, it must be good because I I I've uh, they deal direct with us, so I deal direct with them, which I appreciate. But I, I ordered a like I think I had six copies of each, and it's pretty much almost sold out. So I just got another order from them. So I have a fresh fresh order yeah. of these guys. So I got plenty right now. But they're easy to deal with. They they're nice to talk to as far as companies go. You know, a lot of times you're just difficult. I think they're all around. How do I say this nicely without offending anybody? Sometimes when you're trying to deal with somebody to get a game, they're not friendly. Or Look, they're, they're, they're looking kinda, for an angle. Yeah, or goofy or they want to argue. No, these guys have been more than pleasant. They, they even had like there was a little error they had in shipping and they took care of it right away for me. And no issues, but always nice, always polite. So well, I like them. What it feels like to, to me, again, this is the opinion of Nate, it, it feels like this was somebody's homebrew mm-hmm. that they had that probably took years and years for them to really kind of tone it in, you know, to, to, to what they wanted it to be. Because mm-hmm. I can see a lot of inspiration from, from a bunch of different RPGs in here. Like, hey, I want a simple percentage r- rolls for this, yep. that. I don't want a ton of skills. I don't want, you know, like all like these that, different I, stuff. And I like I that there's a flow chart. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I can't sing that praise enough. I wish more RPGs would do that. Just here, here here's the most complicated part of our game. Here's a flow chart, and you can just go right through the arrows. Yes, no, oh, okay, I go here. It's it's fantastic. And uh, I give this game a solid 8 out of 10. Solid 8 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So um, if, if you're oh, looking for a fun game that you just want to pick up and play with, play with your friends, pick it up. I mean, it, it, for the price... For fifteen bucks, yeah, I mean, come so on. You could have you could have the core book, the world, and an adventure for forty five bucks. Yeah, that that's less than most, yeah. you know, core rule books, yeah. depending on the system. So, yeah, yeah I, I mean, it. Like I said, it's not. Some, it, it, it this doesn't have artwork that's going to blow you away. It's not a full color spread. Or no, anything but it's like good. That. But it's good. It's, it's good, good for what it is. The, it's, even the artwork, it, it sets the tone. Yeah, that's, that's quality that's, content. Yeah, that's more important. <laughs> you could have the greatest artist make this game, but if it doesn't set the tone for what you have, then right. it's. It's it's what it, it, what's the point? So, but uh, all right, what would make, what would make it better? The, the eight out of ten. I think to to make this game better, uh, mainly because I love narratives so much. Like I like being able to you know here's the I'll build my own. But I I would like to know the person who wrote this obviously uh, had passion for it. 
it would have been nice to have. Well, this was how this was my like universe. Oh, okay. I would have liked to have seen that type, and that's where you know I think that's probably where, where those come from. This, yeah, I okay. think this is, that's where these come in. Yeah. Um, but uh, th- that's just you know again. It's, it's my opinion. opinion. No, it's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people. But it was thirty-six stuff. pages. You can't put in yeah, that yeah, kind of stuff. That, I mean, you just some, couldn't do it. Let's say, hey, I'm bored tonight. Let me go grab something to read. And right. <laughs> grab it. I have a game. I have an idea. It's yeah. Something good. All right. Cool. Uh, anything else? Any last uh, minute thing about uh, anything? No. Uh, as always, support your local game store. And, and uh, yep, you Mortal, guys are still open. So yep, come Mortal's on Inc. Uh, we even have an online store. We have poor. Grayton, I've been cracking a whip on him for uh, getting that stuff up online. And actually, he's doing pretty good. He's mm-hmm. moving faster than I thought he would. And uh, I got to figure out what's going on. Josh, as always, is uh, working hard on everything else. Nancy sorting cards. Shalee's still having a baby. Diana is still running around here. Diana's working Sundays now, Saturday, Sundays. Josh is now working Mondays through Fridays. Um, who else is here? Shalee. Oh. Poor little uh, Sophie. Sophie is and, and hopefully this, by a bunch this of pandemic starts to decline a bit. Yeah, I think it'll. People could come back out and roll some yeah, dice and have come some back st- out. I think yeah. it'll. Hopefully, this heat kills a lot of it, and people mm-hmm. just start going. Whatever. <laughs> we'll see. You know, we'll it's see. like anything. It's every hundred years, guys. Come on, <laughs> get over this. Let's go. Every hundred years. Um. And uh, that's about it. Uh, like, again, I'd like to thank our producers, our co-producers, which are any Patreon supporters, which I mentioned earlier. I think Josh has their names up All right here. Look at that. Huh? You can't <laughs> see it, but it's cool. <laughs> so, and uh, you can always support us on Patreon. Just look for Immortals, Inc. We're on all these platforms. If you guys are bored at midnight, go on Facebook and look for Josh's Disabled Gamer. He is streaming like a little crazy man. He's got what, 18, 20,000 followers? 23. 23,000. What, what game are you followers. playing right now? Which would explain his work productivity here going down. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm thinking about having to replace him. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I couldn't replace him. He's got all the codes. So, anyway, uh, hopefully we'll see you guys soon. Uh, come on in, wear a mask for now. Uh, we still have gaming, wear a mask. I think Wizards shut down their online. Sanction events again. We're still, yeah. We're still running events Friday night. We'll still do the drafts. Saturdays are still in Commander. Sundays, I think John Dunn's running Genesis every other Sunday. And I think, and I know Mark is running Savage Worlds, the alternate Sundays. Mondays is Vanguard. Tuesdays is, I don't know. We're, huh? I thought you said they're doping. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, we're not. Uh, Tuesday's open. Wednesdays. Man, when are we going to get D&D back in? Yeah, come on, guys. Whatever you need to do, I get it. You know, a lot of guys are older. A lot of guys are worried. And that it really was crowded on Wednesdays. It, there was too many people here, so we got to figure that out. But in the meantime, we still have the books you can buy, you can play. Uh, Rusty Dragon Inn, you can uh, still rent that. Private Gaming. Uh, Thursdays, it's open. We got to yeah. stick something in there. And um, I don't know. Josh is supposed to be working on his D and D world. I think he's going to tell me today what he needs. I am going to build an evil empire in this D and D campaign. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Nate, you want to help me? <laughs> <laughs> I got Vargas, who's insane, but he he comes up with too much. He's he's really dark. I'm like dark, like evil dark, like haha, we're going to take over the world. He like right down and into inappropriate 
darkness. And I'm like, all right, that's enough out of you. <laughs> and then uh, I still like do something with Kill Team. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm been working on it. Yeah, uh, no, no, no problem, no problem. It's not like I'm paying you millions of dollars or something yeah. to do it. I'll give you like a, a candy bar. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I I just do it because I I I'm like playing games. I, yeah, I like I'm playing just, games. You know? I was staring at my kill team team the other day. Like I still got. I'm like, I'm going to paint you. Just at one guy. <laughs> Why won't you paint yourself? And then I get all. Yeah shiny indominus box all right next week i'm uh, next week next time we should have the indominus if not maybe we'll get something together between then and now yeah and uh, maybe we'll do something else oh tomorrow we're gonna do a box break on the new pathfinder miniatures something 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 dark side pre-painted what is that pathfinder world oh my god i completely forgot it the pathfinder the latest adventure path i guess it's their campaign pack and everything anyway we're going to open a case it's a whole bunch of new miniatures you can take a look at them they'll be available if you want to come pick them up by facebook or anything like that you can notify us which ones you want be diane and i in here and we'll have to probably mic her up because she runs around like a maniac and she never stays near the mic so until then we'll see you Mortals Inc ImmortalsInc.com 216-712-7169 and any other social media just look for Immortals Inc alright guys until next time see, see you later you.